0: Hmm. Recorded live.
1: Welcome to Evolution Revolution with Dulcinea. It is Thursday, September 11, 2008. The gift of eternity is universal and is granted divinely to each and every soul. Aligning with our infinite higher self to support our earthly experiences and necessary lessons is the wisest and most divine decision whether it be via meditation or a mediumship experience. Seek divine love from spirit today. Evolution Revolution is focused on offering the listeners intuitive and balanced information that fosters transformation both personally and globally, ultimately raising the consciousness on planet Earth. I am a metaphysician, clairvoyant, and clairaudient intuitive, a writer, public speaker, PR and marketer, personal advisor to visionaries, leader and spiritual teacher. Please explore more on my website at www.evolutionrevolutionradio.com or at www.dolcineasdivinevision.com. Thank you for joining the show this evening, wherever you may be listening. Tonight on Evolution Revolution, I am honored to have an appearance from Carol J. Odley, an acclaimed spiritual medium who has delivered thousands of strong evidentiary messages from the spirit world to people seeking confirmation of life after death and healing from grief. She is the author of Embracing the Ties That Bind, Connecting with Spirit, and the newly released book, I Am Still With You. True Stories of Healing Grief Through Spirit Communication, published by O-Books 2008 this year. Her work has been featured in newspaper articles, and she speaks regularly on radio and television. In addition to maintaining a private practice near Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, she travels nationally to present seminars and workshops on mediumship and spiritual development. Welcome, Carol.
0: Hi, Dulcinea. Good to be with you. Thank you. Thank you
1: so much for joining us tonight on Evolution Revolution. It's an honor to have you here.
0: My pleasure. Thank you.
1: Great. So how has the gift of mediumship changed your life and allowed you to heal and inspire others through your readings and teachings and your latest book release, I Am Still With You, True Stories of Grief Through Spirit communication. Well, the main
0: value and what I really tried to show in in the book, I'm Still With You, was the the knowledge that this type of um, communication with the other side can provide for people, and that is the eternity of the soul, and that death doesn't separate people ever, that relationships continue and evolve uh, just as they had on earth, and uh, the, the stories in that book, there are, of which there are 20, are transcribed directly from tapes, uh, from private sessions that I did with, with uh, people from all walks of life that I felt provided compelling evidence uh, for life after death. And uh, I've been very blessed to meet with uh, all different types of people. I've done thousands and thousands of readings. Uh, both on air and privately and in group settings. And the common denominator out of all of those readings is the healing that spirit provides for people through that communication. So I feel extremely blessed to be doing the work as a vessel for spirit.
1: You are very, very blessed. And I know that in the book you share a lot of your stories um, of your early years developing who you were and you mentioned feeling alone and misunderstood and maybe at a loss for direction and purpose until you discovered your mediumship and how it had the ability to positively change the course of your life. Would you like to share about that
0: experience? Yeah, thank you for mentioning that. Um, you know, it's it's funny because out of all the chapters in the book, and both my books uh contain that that biographical material, uh it's interesting uh, out of all the chapters, that's probably the most frequently commented on by people. And I had a lot of resistance in writing about myself, and I was I was truly inspired to do that though by spirit. Uh, so that people could identify uh, that have also experienced similar challenges in their life. And um, a lot of the things that I've learned I find are invaluable when I do readings for people. Um, It's uh, not a secret uh, because I've written about it and I've spoken about it that I've gone through substance abuse and recovery. And uh, you're you're right, I uh, I wasn't connected before. I felt very different and very, uh, alone, and, um, I had a spiritual awakening through 12-step program, and, uh, from there, that firm, that, uh, started a very firm basis for me in spirituality, and, uh, from there, everything has evolved, so, um, it was kind of a, a difficult way to come to spirit within myself, but it's part of my story, and that's why I share it with people,
1: I think it's a really important part of the human element that you express throughout the book, I'm still with you, and I think that the readers including myself could find it very relatable, particularly during that time frame of development, you know, anywhere from 11 to 19, it's pretty much a critical development period for all of us. And just sharing those during those time periods and in and in your, you know, early 20s and just through your process of development just really Grabbing for the greater sense of who you are, and then you bring in the great stories of others who encounter these obstacles and are able to overcome them and find forgiveness and healing through gra- grief resolution by spirit communication.
0: Yeah, so, and you know the interesting thing about spiritual awakenings, and I and I, I've heard this from many people is that sometimes, you know, people that, that, those of us that have gone through that, what was once a, um, a part of us that was extremely painful and kind of, you know, you've heard this talk about the shadow side, um, through that it becomes a blessing because I think we have a greater chance of awakening. And so being in those, those uh, so-called very dark nights or dark spaces Enables one to to find the light. Uh, paradoxically, um, you know, it, it enables us to awaken. And so, in that in that uh, regard, I'm very uh, thankful for the experience that, that I had. Um, I, I literally, I almost died when I was about 25. Um, I was using substances so heavily, and I was I could not distinguish any more reality from fantasy. Dreams from waking life, uh, and uh, the unraveling occurred when I entered a uh, twelve step uh, program recovery so I've used that many, many times when I've done readings for people that are that have that in the family or they may have have loved ones that have passed that they felt very unloved by or disconnected from. Uh, so my own experience has has become a blessing when i when I read for other people
1: absolutely, and I have to say I had a reading myself from Carol, and that is just absolutely true. Your accuracy just shined through the reading, and particularly your deep wisdom, your soul lessons that came through that were able to validate my soul lessons, and my experiences was just impeccable, and anybody who is seeking a, me, a psychic medium experience, I must recommend Carol's book. I'm still with you because there are great tools, resources, and stories that we can you know, um, pick up and read when we need inspiration or validation, or just to process a, a period of you know, energy and grief um, from the loss of a loved one, whether it be recent or years ago. And I also think it's a great tool for uh, spiritual validation for personal growth. So you can find information on the web about Carol's services at www.soulvisions.net. You can also find out information about her book that we'll be talking about this hour, I'm Still With You, True Stories of Healing Grief Through Spirit Communication. So how can mediumship support an individual in the grief process as a result of the loss of a loved one?
0: Well, I'm I'm very honest with people when I tell them that this is not a cure-all for grief. It certainly is a step in the process and the journey of coming to terms with a loved one's passing. It can be a tool for empowerment and to understand that the relationship continues and that that soul has simply um, transformed into a pure spiritual uh, you know, form uh, from leaving the physical one. But I certainly am very honest and direct with people when I tell them that they need to go through the process. They need to feel the feelings that go with, with uh, grief. I've, I've addressed those in the book. There are common feelings uh, that, that go along with grief. There, there are stages uh, of grieving. And then there are tools that I have found through my own experience of working with many clients that are indispensable when we're um, when someone is dealing with grief, and those are uh, basically spiritual connections, maintaining, opening, and maintaining spiritual connections, um, such as prayer and meditation, and making those conscious contacts um, with that God energy within each individual. So, mediumship's value is in um, helping people understand that the person that they loved is still with them. And that's why I titled the book, by the way, what it is. Uh, I did a lot of research on that title before I chose it to make sure that no one else had had used that title. But I found myself through countless readings saying that to people. Um, you know, he, he wants you to know that he's still with you. Uh, your mother wants you to know that she's still with you. Uh, people that have come to me that have lost children, they're still with you. And, uh, and so that's why I chose that title. I feel mediumship also is um, important to help people understand their own divine nature and to understand that they are more than their physical body, that they, are, um, they have the spiritual side, that they are connected to the spiritual realms. And so in that regard, mediumship is an, a tool for awareness. And uh, people, time and again, are, um, are transformed by understanding that we do go on after death and that love is, is forever. So when we have a loving relationship, it's, it's forever and ever. And uh, just because a person has left the physical doesn't mean that that has ended.
1: Absolutely, the power of eternal infinite love is so evident when we seek that spirit connection. It's when we get boxed up in the physicality of it that we become in an illusion of separation <laughs>
0: exactly and, and the illusion the illusion, I think, is one thing that that mediumship hel- helps to uh dissipate and and uh, helps people to feel reconnected um I, I I made a meditation CD called Reconnect for People in Grief, and um, you know I wrote a meditation for people to understand how easy it is to connect with the spirit world. I also teach I teach psychic intuitive spiritual development, and um, you know the reason why is because people need to know and understand that they don't need a medium, especially to connect with the spirit realms. That they can do that on their own uh through the inner senses uh you in-
1: absolutely
0: so it's important that, that people um understand that that is with that essence is that capability is within them.
1: I couldn't agree more coming from the perspective of a clairvoyant and intuitive myself and and you as a medium. I know my philosophy is I tell every client that you are your own best master, teacher, and healer. Your frequency heals you more optimally than any other individual. But when you feel like you can't do it or you feel like you've hit a block, that's when other healers and teachers can become of great value in reminding you how to do it yourself and giving you a little catalyst, a boost, of support, but to remember that ultimately you always have the power within you to create that and to develop that through psychic classes and workshops such as yours, which I'd like to mention are also um all those classes and their information are available on Carol's website at www.soulvisions.net. And you can also link up to her webpage through the Evolution Revolution homepage at www.evolutionrevolutionradio.com. So I think that that's a very important aspect, and I, I'm sure that you would agree with me, Carol, that we are each our own best healers.
0: Yes, and uh, I'm constantly reminding people of that, that um, to seek that within and you know it's there it it hasn't gone anywhere we've always had that connection that is why i have found that children and especially up until about the age of seven are extremely open to the spirit world Uh, a lot of children especially now we're seeing more of the uh, i I call them indigo kids or you've heard that term and the, the you know the crystal children uh, but children are exceptionally open, as are animals, to the spirit realms. And uh, oftentimes we'll see deceased loved ones that they didn't even know uh, from the family, and they'll describe them or, or uh, you know, receive messages uh, from deceased loved ones that they never really even knew. So um, it's important that people kind of connect with that child energy within that that never goes away, and that's the part of us that's connected to. To spirit and to the freshness of of that realm. So I think it's important that that um, I keep a, a photo of myself as a child, where I, I look at it every day, and uh, it reminds me of of really who I am.
1: That is such a wise idea, and I was just thinking one of the things that I did through my own process to just validate the the point that you're bringing forth, is really to go work with children. I needed to actually go physically interact with them. And I I took a year in the school system and really just immersed myself in about 500 different children throughout a district and just allowed them to give to me, to sing to me, to draw for me, and just to remind me of what that meant for me. And it, it seemed as if I developed... More optimally and more in a more balanced that nine months that school year than I have throughout my process yeah. because I was in such a fun energy it was so free
0: yeah kids really have a different perspective and so do animals uh, it's it's really funny because I I have two dogs. And um, you know it, it, the other thing is uh, people need to know that pets don't die either. I'm sure most people believe that, but I want to tell you that it's it's 100% true because many many of the readings I do, pets do appear and they come through with people they once knew and loved, uh, and sometimes quite specifically as far as the breed of a dog or you know uh, certain characteristics that the animal ha- had. Um, I have to laugh at my dogs because. Talk about being in the now. These dogs will greet me if I'm gone five minutes or five days. They greet me the same way. And uh, they have absolutely no concept of time. And so in that way, I really feel their essence as being a purity of spirit. And the same with kids because kids have that vision, and that's why they're so open to the spirit world, um, that they don't judge it. You know, they they see it from the standpoint of uh, without the left brain and without that judgment. So it's important that uh, people, if we don't have kids around us, that we can connect with the inner inner child that's there. And that's really where the uh, intuitive side of us is, uh, kind of, you know, in the right brain. That's where those abilities come from.
1: And, you know, speaking of children and animals, what are some of the most common ways that spirit communicates with us from the other side? And I know in the book you mentioned them in Chapter 9 in several different ways, but I'd like to go through those for the audience so that people who think they're encountering spirit communication can experience that validation or be open to receiving it if they haven't experienced it yet.
0: Yeah, Well, there. Um, and I, I was not the one to coin that term. By the way, it's ADC, uh, ADC's um, all capital letters that was first coined by uh Bill and, and Judy Guggenheim in their book Hello from Heaven uh which is a um it's kind of a thick book but it's uh, I and I don't know the uh the publishing date of that. I know it's out in paperback. But there are many examples where people are contacted directly and spontaneously by the spirit world and that is without the assistance of a medium. And um some examples of those are electricity or electrical devices. So in other words, uh, many people, many of my clients have told me about these things. That's why I included a chapter in the book on these. Uh, And those are, you know, the television set uh, does something bizarre. It goes off and on by itself. Uh, I've had clients that have told me about actually seeing a loved one's image come through on the set. Um, I have had people that talk about the radio, uh, they turn it on at the instant they turn it on, there's a song on there that uh, was connected to their deceased loved one. And it, it's a synchronicity. It's a message. It's, it's a communication from the other side. Lights flickering off and on. Um, that's very common. I've actually had that happen when I've been doing readings, uh, You know, giving some sort of validation on the message that's given. Um, and anything, answering machines. Uh, Going off and on. So that's one category electrical devices. Another is uh, through nature. And I'm sure some of your listeners have had the experience of certain birds uh, coming very close to their house or uh, sitting on, um, you know, in their car or on a deck. Um, Perhaps, uh, you know, a group of birds of the same species of birds, like cardinals or uh, blue blue jays, robins, uh, hummingbirds. I, I've also had people tell me a lot about the butterfly, one of my favorite symbols, mm. um, representing transformation. Um, there are many examples from nature: plants that uh, you know seem to grow out of season, and it happens to be the loved one's favorite plant or flower. Uh, there are many examples in nature. Um there's a story that I wrote about the butterfly's uh emergence in my life when I was writing my first book, and it came to me three times within a week uh you know, and just sat on my uh porch and uh then I had a reading and someone mentioned the butterfly and then uh you know there was another way that 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 it came uh when I was out walking and it and it actually came and landed on me uh so that's another category. Um, something else that you and I discussed, and when I did your reading for you, and that was scents, Yes, the, the sense of of smell. And uh, you mentioned that, in particular, you you seem to be very strong as a medium on getting spirit through scent. Uh, I find that that is a common way for people, through scent, that they get you know a perfume of of a loved one. If someone smokes, they may get the uh, cigarette or cigar smell or a pipe. Um, you know, a, a, um, uh, my grandfather used to wear baby powder. Uh, sometimes when he came around when he first passed, I would smell baby powder. Uh, those sorts of things are often a very strong validation of someone wanting to let us know that they're near. Uh, so that's also uh, a category. Uh, also, I mentioned inspiration, um, you know, thinking of, of things uh, that seems to be our own thought but it's actually an inspiration from the other side, from a loved one, and uh, something that can create meaning for us or guidance. And in that category, I also include dreams. I'm sure many, many of your listeners have had dreams of loved ones that have passed. And this has happened to me. It's happened to many of my clients. The number one signal that that is an actual visitation is the feeling that, that one gets from that visitation. And it will feel as if that person is actually there with you. Uh, this happened to me about three years ago. My grandmother, my, my paternal grandmother, came uh, in the early morning. And it was so incredibly real, her presence. I woke up, there was tears streaming down my face. Uh, she was right there with me in the dream. And um, a lot of times in those dreams, there's nothing communicated other than the presence of that person. And that alone is a significant spiritual message because it's letting people know that, um, that it's, a, it's a comfort, that that person's there and that they're, they're um, around us. So many times when I do group programs, I do groups that are similar to John Edwards' style of mediumship. Most of the audience raises their hand when I say, how many of you had dreams of loved ones? It seems to be an easy way for the other side to come through.
1: Yes, I agree. Even with myself, I think um, being extremely sensitive my entire life and clairvoyant the last few years consciously, my grandfather chose to really enter through my dream space where I think my logical, scientific, academic, socialized mind could get out of the way. (laughs)
0: Yeah, and that's a big one. That's a big one. Uh especially I think you told me that you were Libra, right?
1: Oh yeah, so that's
0: uh <laughs> that's an air air influence. Um yeah, the the thing is when we sleep at night, uh we're very receptive and actually what happens is we travel into the astral plane and that's also the spirit world. It's also called the astral plane. Uh, that is where we go when we when we dream and when we sleep at night. And this cord that's attached to the physical vessel, and it's called the etheric cord, that can stretch into eternity. So there's no limit to that cord. And we can travel miles and miles and miles in the astral plane. There's really no equivalent of space there. When we die, that cord dissolves. So really the only difference between... Uh, Sleeping and death is the is you know the the dissolution of that of that cord. Uh, so actually, we're going into the spirit world at night when we sleep. So that's why it's easier for us to um, to have contact with those on the other side. At, you know when we're sleeping, and there may be messages that are delivered. Or uh, I've had people tell me that they've gotten messages about the family. Uh, you know, uh, warnings, uh, prophecies about the family. Many, many different things uh, that can happen when we have those visitations. Uh, also, pets can come to us that way. Um, traveling on the astral level is, uh, is uh, it's similar to here. In other words, everything that exists here exists there. The only difference is it's it's in thought. So it's not a solid vibration. And I'm sure you've seen this through your own work. Uh,
1: Yes, yes. You know, I attended um, a clairvoyant program here in San Diego that's based on the Berkeley Psychic Institute, which I also studied with in San Francisco. And they um, teach us about there are 12 levels of the astral plane, and they really, we would hope to travel to the higher levels, maybe the, the Cathedral of Souls is what they coined it, and where we would get information, interact with higher spirit beings, um, maybe attend some classes from masters who have already um walked the earthly plane and really been able to manifest effectively to then teach us in our sleep. Yeah. To be able to come back and do the same.
0: Yeah, and and I've also had reports from uh in in my files and my experiences over the last decade from people who say, you know, I was in a classroom last night. <laughs> um when I was sleeping, I was I felt like I was learning something. Yes, and indeed we are. You know, when yes. we sleep, uh we're we're continuing to to learn. Also, I just like to mention that when we do pass over and we go back into spirit at uh, after death, uh learning continues over there. And uh, I've seen this personally through many readings I've done where the other side will come through, deceased loved one will come through and talk about that they are continuing their learning on the other side. And um, if we liked learning here, if education was important to us here, chances are that we're going to continue that on the other side. There are schools and libraries and churches uh, on the other side. Um, Again, it's very similar to here. The only difference is the fluidity over there. It's, it's very, um, it's very vibrant with color first off, and then it's very fluid. I don't know if um, you've seen that movie, What Dreams May Come, Robin Williams. Oh
1: yes. That? Oh yes.
0: That's pretty close to what I have seen uh, with the astral plane. Me yeah. as
1: well. Me as well.
0: Yeah. I yeah. use that
1: movie all the time as a reference to people because I think it's the most um, grounded, accurate depiction that I've been able to grasp to lead people to that they can receive quite openly through a movie.
0: Yeah, and and it's an important movie uh, because it exposed people to that. Whoever wrote that must have really, uh, they may have had a clairvoyant consultant on that that (laughs) staff because uh, I felt when I saw it that it was very close to what I have personally seen as a spiritual medium uh, me
1: as well, me as well. And I I want to validate that so much. You know, and and in that um movie and, and and we had discussed this as well. You had seen um through my reading that you had seen um a maternal female we just dis- we discovered that it was my grandmother over me and right now she's um very close to me and very aware and near. And what I've encountered when I'm doing readings, clairvoyant readings when spirits do pop in from the other side and have a message Um, Or when someone I find is in great grief, for instance, I've had a mom who came to me who lost her 23-year-old daughter, and she just needed to know why. She couldn't grasp why she woke up in the bed and just wasn't present, you know, which is something very understandable for a parent who's in that position, and and so immediately, Jesus entered the dynamic and just showed me where her daughter was and what she was doing and how many levels up from earth she was so that I could console her that she, where exactly she was in the universal dimensions. And, and it was just as if the lady was able to leave with um, a little bit more peace and able to embrace her motherhood without so much trauma and fear or sense of failure.
0: Yeah, and it sounds as if you provided a, um uh comfort to her. That is important for people to understand and your listeners to understand that um indeed, you know, loved ones want us to know that they're still alive, they're well. Uh, I I've had many people who where I've I've actually attended funerals and I will see that person there and they're watching. And I mm-hmm. say, why is everybody so sad? I'm right here, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, and uh, that happened to me actually, uh, I unfortunately, went to the funeral of a young man who took his own life. It was, it, it was someone that I knew as a neighbor. Uh, and this was in June of this year, and I clearly saw him there uh, watching and be very bewildered, you know, what was going on. Uh, I have had experience of reading for suicides, people who who have taken their own life, Um, it's never wrong uh, that I find from a spiritual level so much as it is, um, you know, as far as right or wrong, you know, with a moral thing. It short-circuits the growth of the soul, however, from a metaphysical level. And uh, I have never communicated with a suicide who who feels that uh, they did a good thing Uh, because not only then do they have the... Uh, They short-circuited their own growth, but then they've, uh, you know, indebted the karma of leaving a lot of grief uh, behind. Um, So, But the interesting thing is as well that um, I have been completely inspired. In the chapter in my book, Forever Young, uh, there's four stories in there of people who have lost children that came to me for uh, private readings and some of them family groups. Um I have found that uh, most of the time, people who lose kids, that there's an incredible spiritual awakening that happens for them. You mentioned your client came and had lost a daughter. Um, I tell you, its I, I don't know how people endure such things, but they are an incredible inspiration to others who are also going through those sorts of things. And the number one thing that I've discovered Uh, the insight that I've had is that it acts as a springboard for their growth in some way. Uh, Things that they ordinarily would not do, uh, you know, because of the passing of a child, they uh, find themselves called to do. So in that way, something very painful can become something that in some way is going to be of service, of greater service to spirit.
1: Yes, and and I often can see um, with parents and children, and when the children die young or prior to the parent, I often see a, an agreement that this was going to happen from the beginning of time. So I often find that the parent on a mind level can't comprehend what's occurring, but on a spirit level is on su- at some level of understanding and some consciousness grasps that there's a bigger picture in this divine plan.
0: Yeah, well put. I I, uh, I I resonate with that, and I, that's been my experience. Uh, I don't think it's ever going to make sense to people on a personality level. The
1: Absolutely. greater
0: divine plan, however, um, is to grow from that experience. And, you know, what I've uh, learned is it's not just death or pain that we can learn from. It's also that we can uh, learn from joy and we can learn from positive experiences in our lives what our true nature is, um, you know, time and again. I you know, I have to say this. The other side does have a sense of humor as well. <laughs> uh, you saw that That's in your so reading. true. <laughs> uh, but there are so many funny things uh, they will come through with. And some of the symbolism and communication that they'll use is, is uh, uh, I mean, you just have to laugh at, at some of the things. Uh, can I share a quick example from one of the readings in, in the Oh, book? I'd love
1: to. I'd love to.
0: Yeah, it's in the chapter Forever Young. There was a family that came. Uh, they had lost, there was three, the mother, father, and the uh, uh, daughter. And they had lost their 22-year-old son killed in a car wreck. And I met them in a seminar I had created. It was called uh, Bridges of Love. And uh, it was four people who had lost children. And I did mediumship at that seminar. I had first yeah. encountered this family there, and uh, they came for a private reading, and uh, their son came through with an incredible evidence uh, of, of his presence and spirit. Uh, I wasn't prepared, though, for one of the things that he did, and that was, uh, and this was the funny part, I used to burn incense when I did readings to kind of clear the energy. And uh, I don't do that anymore because I'm in an office building, and at that time I was still doing readings from my home. And uh, I had put this incense out, and, I mean, it was clearly it was out. I checked everything before this family came in. About midway through that reading, this stick of incense spontaneously lights on its head. <laughs> and I, it's to my bed. It's it's behind me. The altar I had it on, the table I have it on is behind me. And the family's in front of me. They're in their circle, and I'm re- they're the sitters. I'm reading for them. And all of a sudden, their mouths drop open, and I'm thinking, "What's going on? Is my hair out of place, or what's going on here yeah. and They just pointed, and uh I looked behind me, and there's smoke uh this thing had reignited on its own i mean it was I had checked this thing, you know uh I wanted to make sure it was out before the family came in. I thought it'd be too overpowering for them, and everything sure. had just spontaneously uh you know, ignite it never happened before, it hasn't happened since. And uh and I and their son has sent them many signs that he's around. That's another example of uh ADC's uh he did things yes. with television sets. Um uh, but yeah it's um people just have to look around them to know that uh, spirit is constantly communicating. Constantly. And I
1: agree. I agree and I think as you had said, it's about asking spirit. I find if I say, okay, spirit, this week I am stressed. I am tense. I'm not I'm not in my, you know, spirit freedom. I would really like all of my signs this week to come through pure humor they are so respectful of that. I will start laughing. I'll start running into things, like things that are funny to me just start appearing through phone calls, through emails, um, out in the community, at my job, you know, whatever it may be, through the radio show, however it shows up. And so I think that what, when people start to develop a relationship with spirit and work with spirit and get comfortable with the uh, non-physicality of life, above us and in multiple dimensions, it's really important to realize that you set the key, you make the code. So if the number eight means love to you, then that's what it means to you and every time you need love, you'll see number eight. <laughs> for yeah. me, number eight means financial abundance. <laughs> yeah,
0: thank you for mentioning that because I forgot to mention in the category there there is another category and that is numbers of ADCs. Uh, numbers are very powerful. Um, I think I included in the book um, stories about people seeing numbers. Um, Doreen Virtue is an author who's written many stories about the angels, many books on the angels. Uh, there are angelic communications with numbers. 444 four, four is one of them. I did notice when I dialed you that there's some 4s in the in your number. Yes. Um, and uh, I thought that was very intriguing. Um, many people and some of your listeners may have had the experience of Uh, waking up at the same time every night seeing the same numbers on the clock. Yes. And uh, that's a validation as well.
1: Yes, Uh, that happened to me.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was
1: actually a very, um, because I was a logical researcher, I had been doing scientific research in biology and psychology, and numbers were the way that I made my data meaningful. So the universe knew that. So again, I just said, numbers work. (laughs) They're logical. I can't argue them. (laughs) They're explicit. Let's find a way to work through this. So in 2005, I went to the bookstore, and a book was flashing at me over and over. And I just kept ignoring it. And eventually, I couldn't ignore it any longer. And it was the book, Angel Numbers by Doreen Virtue. And she interprets the numbers from 0 to 999. Yes. And so I just want to let people who out there who do resonate with numbers, especially if you have a strong mind like myself and it's very logical or research-oriented or anything of that nature, um, numbers are a great tool to really learn to validate yourself and create a system that works for you with spirit.
0: Yeah, and, and you know, one of the things that I found too in, in my, my case files of of thousands of readings is That people will see even uh, on the back of a license plate, they'll see their number, and they'll pull up. You are
1: so psychic. There (laughs) it is
0: again. Yeah. So I'm giving you a lot of validation, I guess. Oh,
1: you are nonstop. (laughs) Um,
0: But I, I think it's important that people realize that that you know these things are things that 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 you can experience in your everyday life. You don't have to, you know, to go to a medium or a psychic necessarily to get messages that you can find these just you know, when you're driving, when you're sitting, when you're listening to the radio, uh, when you're reading. How many times have you know, people picked up a book and thought, gee, you know, there it is again. I'm getting the same message, and uh, my friend just told me this the other day, and now I'm reading it in a book or a newspaper or hearing it on TV. I've had that experience. So these are ways through everyday life that uh, we can get validation uh, from the higher self or from the spirit realm, and I think it's important that people understand that and and recognize that.
1: I agree, and to really feel empowered instead of intimidated by the spirit. Um, They can't see, because I know that was personally part of my experience. And I know in the book, I'm Still With you, You, you really do a great job at addressing that and really building the confidence and the validation, particularly in Chapter 10, where you incorporate all the tools and the meditations. You just do a great job of people recognizing that they can connect with spirit in any way that they need. There are no rules, so you give. in the way that you present that is through the case stories, using different experiences to show different people coming to the same conclusion of healing, forgiveness, peace, and acceptance of an eternal existence and a larger oneness.
0: Yeah, and and I think it's it's an individual journey. The journey journey that that we're on as individuals comes to us in many different pathways. I've I've always believe that all pathways are valid um, and there, there is one truth, but all pathways are, are valid in seeking that truth. And so, you know, whether it be organized religion or, uh, you know, a communion with, uh, with nature, that's also spiritual, or the metaphysical pathway, all those pathways are legitimate, functional ways to find spirit within self and that they can, they can serve as doorways into that direct connection with, um, you know, the higher, higher part of us. Uh, so uh, I think that, that uh, especially since 911, and here we are on September 11th talking about this, uh, I have noticed, and particularly in my practice of healing and mediumship, that uh, people are, are more aware of changes um, in consciousness. They're more aware of of uh, the critical point that we're at, you know, speaking on a global scale. I think there's more of an awareness of that since nine eleven. Um one And, uh, you know, in that way we can see, again, something very tragic. Uh, how has it served as a catalyst for us? How has it helped us to move forward in our Absolutely. evolution? So I think it is uh, vital that at this, at this time that um, people choose and choose wisely as far as leadership and um, also turning inside, you know, making that connection um, with the healer within, uh, you know, with the uh, conscious connection. I call it a conscious connection to, to the spiritual self and to trust that. That's the big thing. I find when I teach students, that's the number one obstacle they have is trust. Uh, you know, they they hear the voice but they they somehow aren't trusting it.
1: I have that issue. I'm humble. That's probably been um, a part of my... I've always heard, seen, known, felt since I was born. I would definitely classify myself as a typical indigo child. Um, If people are familiar with that, they can get more information about that topic, which is very relevant in the larger scheme on my website. But just for the idea, um, I've always been extremely clairvoyant but what clairvoyant training and development, whether it be through the Berkeley Psychic Institute or through the several, several books that I've read, the studies with the Pleiadians and their techniques, um, just a vast array of methodologies of really developing clairvoyance and, and intuitive, my intuitive nature, they all have led me back to the idea that all, I already know all this information. It's just having certainty within yes. myself and that means trusting, and every lesson that I'm acquiring for the last two, three, four years in my own journey has really been, can you trust what you hear? And when I don't, it is so evident. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure and you I: know,
0: I'm sure uh, all of us can identify with that, even in the simplest ways of, you know, we get a gut feeling that you know we're on our way to work, well, maybe I should go this way. And we say, well, that's silly. I always go this way. And then we find out there's an accident or something, you know, uh, yeah. on that way. So um, intuition and following that, you know, the small voice within is, um, it is is important to do in just everyday life. It's also important to um, to have filtering. I, I, I don't think we want to get rid of the left brain. I think, we, you know, we have to have that to... to to reason and to navigate here in the physical realm, I also want to mention that um, it's important to use discretion on um, people seeking out guidance from spiritual teachers and and from mediums and psychics. I included a section in the book on um, you know how to find a reputable medium and i I suggest that people go on word of mouth um and uh, and then direct experience uh, for example, you know if you do hear someone on in the media or on a radio show such as yours, do I feel that that, that person is spiritually centered? Uh, do I feel as though they're coming from a place you know of service uh, with people? Uh, I have found uh, you know and i've I've encountered many mediums in in the years I've been doing this and i've I've studied a lot and and you know, listen to people in the media. Uh, I feel that the leaders in the field there are going to have a spiritual core. They do have a, a, a solid spiritual core, and, um, and 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 humor too. So that's 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 important. Um, you know, as a teaching tool for people, and someone who's balanced. You know, someone who has a balanced um, way of living. I think that's important too. So uh, for people who are listening, when you, you think, gee, I want to seek someone out for a spiritual teacher or someone, you know, for a reading, uh, I do recommend people that you know uh, to go to someone that is recommended to you by someone else, and then to do a little bit of your own research. Uh, and please don't go to someone that asks a lot of questions of you before the reading. Uh, they I should couldn't know,
1: agree more.
0: Yeah, they should know nothing about you. Uh, I my clients I, I seldom do I know their last name. Uh, I know a first name. that's it. I don't know uh, who they want to connect with in spirit or anything else. Uh, so uh, those, those are some guidelines that, that, that I wanted to mention.
1: And I think that's really important that ethics and mediumship and intuitive readings and any sort of that da- sort of dabbling into the spiritual realms. Um, you know when you use a middleman in essence, To the creator, you're also using the middleman's strengths and weaknesses. So like you said, considering balance and considering ethics and just trusting your own inner vibe about the vibration. Maybe the reader is there to help you see a shadow aspect of yourself. Or maybe the reader is there to help you bring out a greater sense of light, enthusiasm, and the next step. I think what I've found in my own life is I've had several readers, particularly through training, who have come in and it just seems like, for instance, in a six-month training program, I'll be aligned with the same reader every time, just karma or attraction or working the same issues. But then I won't attract another reader who, um, you know, taps into that energy for years because I cleared it, I healed it, I worked through the forgiveness and found the peace.
0: Yeah, that's very, very true. Uh... We do attract energies to us, and we're we're constantly doing this. Um, you know, we're always broadcasting energy. I'm sure you've your listeners have heard of the aura, and that's the electromagnetic field that we're, it's constantly in flux. So um, we're constantly attracting based on what we're broadcasting. Uh, so yeah, it's very very true. And someone who serves us as a spiritual teacher for a certain period of time. Uh, we may get what we need absorbed from that teaching, and then it's time to move on uh, to someone else. So, yeah, it's a very good point.
1: Yeah, so just, again, trusting our inner vibe. And, again, I want to let you all know, Carol offered me a phenomenal reading, so much accuracy, so much validation. And um, there was just a lot of communication that I had been receiving on my own but wasn't in full certainty or trust with. And I think that you did an amazing job at validating me and helping me feel self-empowered by knowing that I can become more certain with that information, therefore I can bring it into Earth more powerfully and more meaningfully and hopefully sooner.
0: <laughs> yeah, thank you. It was my pleasure.
1: So and, thank uh, you. You've got a lot,
0: lot of exciting things uh, coming. So Yes, uh, very,
1: very fun. So yeah. I want to let our audience know, if they're interested, please go on to Carol's website at www.soulvisions.net. Also, you can pick up her latest book release we've been discussing throughout the hour, I Am Still With You, True Stories of Healing Grief Through Spirit Communication. There are some great tools and it really is a great story going from the beginning of her evolution through the process, looking at transitions from a parent's perspective, a child's perspective of loss, and just learning how to receive spirit communication from the other side to help create a more optimal life on earth. So thank you, Carol. I really want to commend you and I really appreciate it about the book. The oneness perspective and the higher perspective that you brought through the mediumship and that for me was very validating and for me made you a top-notch medium.
0: Well, thank you and thank you for the opportunity. Um, I just wanted to mention that uh, the book is available through Amazon.com. It's also available through O Books. That's O-Dash Books.net. Uh, I'm sorry, .com. Uh, their website. It's also available. There's a link on my site, uh, SoulVisions.net, to uh, to the book as well. And there's some um, reviews that may be helpful. Uh, people have posted reviews on Amazon uh, about the book. Uh, I I was kind of floored. It's got really, really good reviews. Uh, um, You know, I guess you you never gauge the uh, significance of your own work. Uh, But there are some very favorable favorable reviews of how it's helped people on Amazon.
1: Wonderful. So if you're interested in checking out the reviews on I'm Still With You, Amazon.com or to pick up the book. Also, I'd like to let people know who are in Carol's area in Pennsylvania, she'll have some upcoming events on September 27th, so there will be messages from the other side from 7 to 9 p.m. at the Open Mind Bookstore and the website, that's all on her website under events. Also on October 3rd, messages from the other side, again, 7 to 9 p.m. at the Mesa Creative Arts Center. And on October 7th, 7.15 to 9.15 p.m. at the Spark of Light in Irwin, Pennsylvania, again, messages from the other side. Also, you can find all of her services, phone sessions, in phone, or in-person sessions, couple sessions, Akashic past life reading, hands-on healings, and more. So just please be sure to fully explore her website and, and just see if, you're, if you feel that her services align with you to help you be all that you were intended to be here on Earth. So Carol, I really look forward to your upcoming um, creations. Are you working on another book for the future?
0: I am. I, I'm sure that that is going to uh, happen. I see I, it. Yeah, thank you.
1: Thank You're you. welcome. I appreciate the message. I
0: I don't have um, a, a firm uh, topic in mind. I have to see what that's going to be. And you know, I, I'm I'm inspired by Eckhart Tolle because he said, "Is there a book that needs to be written?" Uh, before he wrote the Power of um, not the power of now. A new earth. Uh, he asked the universe, "Is there another book that needs to be written?" And it took a while, but the universe responded with a new earth. So, uh, <laughs> um, yes, that's the point that I'm at with asking spirit, uh, "How can I serve in a in a in another capacity with another book?" Uh, so, and I trust that that's coming. So, I look forward to it. Yes.
1: Yes, and you know what I see, and I'll just give my uh two clairvoyant sense here is in chapter ten, um, you really addressed what can I do to feel better and I noticed that you brought forth some beautiful meditations i I really appreciated the rainbow bridge meditation with the angels, and i I personally am such a a, a high angelic being. I connect with the angels daily a hundred times a day at least, and they you know my my definite divine guidance is is in high alignment with them. And so reading through that meditation was powerful. And I can just see you bringing forth a whole book of tools to really allow people, because it's, it seems as if in our evolution we have a lot of information, but people don't know how to apply it without a step-by-step process. Yes. And yes. it looks to me like you have got the information. It's just now putting it in ABC for them.
0: Thank you for the insights. Yes, yes, look for that.
1: <laughs> Wonderful, and, and I know you do offer. Do you have meditation CDs that are available at this time? Or are you working yeah, on them?
0: I do have uh, Reconnect, uh, in which the Rainbow Bridge that you mentioned, that is recorded on there. And then uh, the Healing Temple, that's a, a second meditation that I yes. wrote for people yes. to feel the, um, feel the energies of healing within self. Um, both of those are recorded on Reconnect and that is available for sale through my website. Uh, they're, they're accompanied by beautiful crystal balls and shakuhachi flute. Uh, the music was specially created. It's uh, transformational music, and uh, that is available, again, it's through my site. Okay,
1: great. So there are a lot of ways to connect with you. If you're not in Pennsylvania, we can still access your work through the CDs and the books. Surely. And, and I, do,
0: I do phone readings all the time. Right for well. people okay. all over the United States.
1: Yes, as you know, and I want to make sure all of our listeners know, energy is energy is energy. Location and physical physicality is completely irrelevant to reading energy. So Carol and myself and, and many metaphysical healers across the globe have the ability to do long-distance healing, readings, and the energy probably I find actually works better because people aren't in such resistance. <laughs> That's a <laughs> it, good
0: point, yes, Yeah.
1: So I I do want to reiterate, phone sessions are available, and I would definitely recommend to to go forth with the experience with Carol if it feels right for you. It was a phenomenal experience for me. (laughs) So thank you, Carol.
0: Thank you so much.
1: I would like to make a tribute to all of the souls who were lost in the tragedy on 9-11 in New York City seven years ago. I pray for healing and peace to the souls and their earthly families. May the comfort of their eternal existence shine upon them on this day of remembrance in the highest love and the brightest light. And so it is. The omnipresent divine spirit that is the source of all of our life on earth and in all dimensions of existence eternally radiates abundant love. Its ever-present nature can be experienced through a divine channel on earth such as a medium or can be experienced during a deep meditation, hypnosis, dreams, or several other ways. Whichever way you desire to connect with the eternal essence of spirit, you will be gently reminded of the immortal truth, light, and love that are the core elements of your divine higher self. Life is infinite. Death is an illusion. As A Course in Miracles says, I am not a body. I am free. I am still as God created me. Next week, on September 18th, Jocelyn Chaplin will be offering from the UK her highly integrated and deeply enlightened perspective in her book release, Deep Equality, Living in the Flow of Natural Rhythms. On September 25th, Sarah McLean will appear with her meditative expertise. She is the director of the Sedona Meditation Training Company and inspires seekers to take time out for time in through meditation. She has vast experience, including her work with Deepak Chopra and Gary Zukav. Sarah will take us through an inspirational meditation live. Be sure to join us. On October 2nd, Robert Bruce will offer his thorough look into the astral realms in his book release, Astral Dynamics. On October 9th, Dr. Susan Carroll with her enlightened book, Visions from Venus, a Multidimensional Love Story. Susan offers a look into the higher dimensions and how they appear on Earth in times of great transition and transformation through a real-life story. On October 16th, Robert Schwartz will be appearing with his wise and insightful perspective on pre-birth planning, or spirits look at the events and people that one will experience during their human existence through revealing true stories and a strong emphasis on Robert's personal experience in the book release, Courageous Souls. Do we plan our life challenges before birth? On October 23rd, Dr. Amit Goswami will radiate his deep universalism and scientific knowledge of physics and the quantum world, offering expanded consciousness and divine awareness in his revolutionary book release, God is Not Dead, What Quantum Physics Tells Us About Our Origins and How We Should Live. Dr. Goswami was also featured in the epic movie release of 2005, What the Bleep Do We Know? On October 30th, Barbara Han Clow will offer a look into the higher realms with her multidimensional expertise and revolutionary concepts from her book release, Alchemy of Nine Dimensions, decoding the vertical axes, crop circles, and the Mayan calendar, and from her vast array of enlightened teachings to include also her book, The Mayan Code. On November 6, Chrissy Blaze will appear to discuss her latest astrological book release, Baby Star Signs, who portrays the new children of today as quote-unquote old souls who have come here during the crossroads to shift humanity to enlightenment during its evolutionary development. On November 13th, Barbara Marks Hubbard, a leading pioneer of conscious evolution, will be appearing with her expansive consci- consciousness with her meaningful book release, Conscious Evolution, Awakening the Power of Our Social Potential. On December 4th, please join me with Albert Clayton Golden and his authentic perspective in his re-release by Simon & Schuster, You're Not Who You Think You Are, a breakthrough guide to discovering the authentic you. Albert will bring a new lens to authenticity and expand your horizons. On December 11th, Chrissy Blaze will be reappearing with her latest astrological book release, Superstar Signs, sun signs of celebrities, heroes, and you. Join us as we delve into the astrological realms and discover our true nature. On December 18th, Jerry Wenstrom will appear with his passionate warrior story of transformation during his spiritual journey in his long-lived book, The Inspired Heart, An Artist's Journey of Transformation. On January 1st, 2009, Richard Lawrence will appear on Evolution Evolution for a two-hour New Year special. During the first hour, Richard will guide you to unlock your psychic powers with his latest book release, and during the second hour, Richard will unveil the mysterious truth about UFOs and further discuss why beings from out of this world choose to make visits to planet Earth. Richard and I truly look forward to you joining us for a most special New Year's 2009 broadcast of Evolution Revolution. On January 29th, Egan Sanders will appear with his fascinating new book release, The Magic Box which is an inspiring story about the mysterious process of how our deepest desires come into being via the Law of Attraction and includes a how-to guide to manifesting your heart's desires. You can purchase all of the author's books featured on Evolution Revolution at www.amazon.com or link up to their individual websites through the Evolution Revolution homepage at www.evolutionrevolutionradio.com. Please join me in the upcoming weeks on the revolutionary independent production of Evolution Revolution. Additionally, please explore the Evolution Revolution archive shows with inspirational authors that can be found on the website, again at www.evolutionrevolutionradio.com, 24 hours a day to listen to at no charge. You can also find them on iTunes under Evolution Revolution. The archives include amazing talents such as Michael Tamora, Michelle Episney-Prosser, Alan Arcieri, Marcia Scarrow, Dr. Susan Carroll, Gary Zukoff and Linda Francis, Neil Donald Walsh, Dr. Barbara Condren, Charles Virtue, and many, many more. Please share Evolution Revolution with others who may desire to join us in the future for an enlightened experience. I am a metaphysical teacher, healer, and spiritual counselor who offers clairvoyant readings via phone, allowing me to connect with people anywhere. Please visit me on my newly created website at www.dulcineasdivinevision.com, which includes testimonials from clients and my contact information. A divine and spiritually enlightening experience awaits you. Please be sure to check out my new blog at www.evolutionrevolutionwithdolcinea.com for weekly postings and guest announcements for Evolution Revolution. Co-create with Evolution Revolution. We are seeking partners to help Evolution Revolution evolve and expand to even more people across the globe. If you are interested in partnering and supporting the rapid development of Evolution Revolution, please explore the Radio Sponsors tab on the website website I look forward to hearing from you about the infinite possibilities to co-create in the highest light and with the grandest intentions. Thank you for joining Evolution Revolution this evening with my honored guest, Carol J. Obley. Thank you so kindly, Carol, for joining tonight.
0: You're quite welcome. Thank you.
1: And I want to let everybody know they can find Carol at www.soulvisions.net. Much gratitude to you for listening and supporting the revolutionary independent production of Evolution Revolution Radio. I wish you all abundant peace, joy, miracles, and love today and always. Abundant angel blessings. Good night.